Hey girl, you're about to get cozy in Aaliyah's Corner. So grab that wine, grab that tea, and let's get cozy. What is up, homegirls? And welcome back to the Cozy Chat Podcast. And y'all know I don't waste any time. Hop right into it. Girl boss, I'm excited. Davi has helped me to get my hair long and luscious and beautiful. And I have been a doll for a very long time. So I'm going to have you guys get cozy with Davi tonight. So hi, Davi. Welcome. Hi, Aaliyah. Thank you for having me. Are you going to be nice tonight? I am going to be nice tonight. I am prepared to be a nice girl. All right. Well, I'm I'm very happy that you're here, Davi. And I'm happy that uh, you're going to be nice. Because let me tell y'all about Davi. Davi is very, um, I'm going to call it how I see it. She's very blunt, very straightforward, but you need some of that energy. You need a nice balance. She's Mm -hmm. definitely probably the only, if not the only, the most person, I don't need, that doesn't make sense, but you know what I'm trying to say. That is like that. I don't have a lot of people that have that type of personality. So Davi is just more than enough for me. She's the cup of rawness (laughs) for me and I love it. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the homegirls? Who are you and where can they find you on your different social medias? Okay, so my name is Davielle, but people call me Davi. Um, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I am a salon owner, Ooh. and most importantly, I am Aaliyah's hairstylist. Yes. One and only hairstylist, too. Period. She's a chair hopper. She is loyal. I am not. I am very loyal. Ain't nobody in my head. Perfect. No. Okay, and where and where can they find you on Instagram oh, and, and TikTok? On Instagram, so I have two. I, I'm still working on the TikTok thing. I haven't. Okay. I have a. I don't even know what it is, but I started it. I don't know. If you find it, you find it. But just Instagram for the most part. I have a personal Instagram, which is at Davi the Doll, and that's D O V I T H E D O L L. Or you can just go to Leah's page. I'm pretty sure I'm up there. Yes, that's true. That's very true. Yes. yes. And then yes. the salon page is um, Dabby Doll Salon. I think it's underscore salon. So Dabby okay. Doll's underscore salon. And for context, Davi is located in Chesapeake, Virginia. So if any of the homegirls are kind of near that area or in a commutable distance, you guys should definitely check out Davi's. Well worth it. Um, okay. So to level set about Girl Boss, as you guys no, we tapped in in different episodes in some way, shape, form, or fashion about following your passion, following your dreams, you know, um, finding your purpose and kind of walking in that and being confident to do so. So um, that comes in different realms. So not everybody is going to be in business. Not everybody wants to do content, right? But for this purpose, we are going to talk about Davi's journey. As she explained, she is a salon owner. So we want to talk um, Black girl boss in business. And I'm sure that there's some homegirls out there that have a little inkling or maybe already have a business, thinking about starting a business and can get inspired by this conversation because Davi did it. So you can see that it's possible. And she also wears different hats because she, like she said, she is a mom, she's a wife, she's a friend. So I feel like she's just a perfect, well-rounded person to talk this with us so Davi to kick it off what made you want to start your own business what made me want to start my own business was when I realized that people weren't like big fans of the salon anymore so when I say business I mean like start my own salon like have my own salon because Mm -hmm. you know start your own business you can be it could be you want to be a hairstylist but technically if you're working in somebody else's salon that's not your you know business Mm -hmm. so I would answer this question based off of being a salon owner 
and I wanted to open my own salon because like I said, I, I didn't think people are big fans of salons anymore. Like it's, it's kind of changed a lot. Like mm-hmm. it's not very welcoming. So I wanted to change it not only for the clients, but for the stylists as well. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of stylists, you know, go into salons and it's like, it is your own little business. Everybody doing their own thing. It's not like a family anymore. So I wanted to open my own just so that I could change a few things that I didn't like working in other salons. Yeah. So do you feel that that has influenced you to be um, or shaped you with how you lead in your salon now with those experiences? Like what, what were some examples of like, Hmm, okay. If I did my own thing, like, I don't think I want to do that anymore. Um, I feel like salon owners are just there to collect. They don't, you know, they don't really, try to lead you in any way shape or form it's just kind of like okay yeah girl you can work here and make sure you pay your rent Saturday that's what it is so I feel like I, I'm different with that because I try to help my stylists in any way possible like it's a lot I, I feel like I understand why a lot of stylists don't want to get into it mm-hmm. but I feel like it's important for your business to your business to grow yeah and I feel like it's important for the I feel like it's important for the stylist to grow like I don't feel like the stylist should always be um a stylist in your salon like they eventually should have their own if that's what they want to do like I feel like you should help them reach their dreams too not just not just have them in your salon to make your dreams come true you know right right and I like that a lot and we've talked about that on the pod like what are you producing like are you are you producing opportunity for other people are you right you know, helping people? Are you uplifting? Like what, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Besides Mm -hmm. just kind of like using a little bit. So I like that a lot. Yeah. So, okay. So you, you're coming from the place of being your own salon owner. So talk us through like the steps of you getting to that process. Cause it's, it's a journey, right? So it's not like an Mm -hmm. overnight thing where you just got your license and now you got your own salon, right? So Mm -hmm. what did that look like for you? Um, uh, so when I got my license, I was working at maybe like two uh, salons. And I feel like I'm just the type of person that each year or two, I just need to upgrade my life. Mm-hmm. Like it just has to happen. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people just try to like wait for the perfect moment. But I don't think it was ever a perfect moment where it was like, okay, I'm all set. I got this, this, that, and the third. And now I should open up my salon. I always just kind of like put myself in those situations. So I have no choice but to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like like a sink or swim and I got to swim. Yes. Right. (laughs) So my journey was just kind of like me leveling up each time. So I started off in like two, you know, black owned salons. And then from there, I kind of went to the salon suite while I was just by myself. Then from there, I kind of like went to like another salon suite, but it wasn't attached to other salon suites. It was just, you know, a smaller space that I had rented out from a man. And then from there, I went to my own salon. Yes. And uh side note, when she was talking, I knew every little salon she was at. <laughs> <laughs> Just to let y'all know how dulled I have been. Okay. Oh my god. Every little thing she said, I knew exactly no. where she was at because I follow her every single time. Okay. Yep. You literally came in on like the second salon. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yep. I've been there. I love it. Um, okay, so I like that. So you kind of started and transformed. Do you have your kind of two-year goal each time of like some some gotta shake but I like how you mm-hmm. said like you can't always wait for it to be perfect like sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to go and I think sometimes um 
we use that as an excuse because we're mm-hmm. really scared to really Yeah, like follow. I'm not ready. I'm yeah, not ready. I don't have yeah. this together, but you're never going to be ready. You're right. never going to have this together. You have to just put yourself in a situation where it's like, oh, now I don't have a choice. Yes. I don't have a choice yeah. but to do it. Yes. Yeah. And I think that will hit for somebody. Like, if you're thinking about it, stop saying, oh, I don't know. I'm going to wait. New year, girl. No, I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Yeah. Love it. Okay. So, what would you say is the greatest benefit of being your own boss? The greatest benefit for me is like there's no limit on how much money you can make mm. when you're your own boss you don't have a salary like you don't have a oh I get this every two weeks like no right whatever I need to have I'm gonna <laughs> have it <laughs> I'm gonna have it like if I gotta work right. all month like I'm gonna do it like so mm-hmm. there's no there's no limit on your money and I, I think that's really like the most amazing part about it like people when you really have a passion for something like even if it's selling socks like you would see somebody a millionaire and he sells socks and it's like Mm -hmm. but that's just what you really want to do like so Mm -hmm. I really feel like people should do what they really want to do because just passion is don't have no limit on on your money right and it'll and it will just drive it and like you said like if I got to work the full month then I got if I got to work every single day I'm willing to do that because you're in the element of doing what you love so Mm -hmm. that makes sense I like that so okay Pros and cons. So we talked about the biggest benefit. What is the biggest challenge, though, of being your own boss? The biggest challenge goes hand in hand with the, um, what was the first question? The greatest benefit. and you, The greatest or, benefit. Like, uh-huh. okay, so in order for you to have the greatest benefit, the biggest challenge is coming. The mm-hmm. biggest challenge is getting here. Like, that's what it is for me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's nobody that's going to fire me. If I don't mm-hmm. want to go to work today, I don't have to go to work today. So it's like sometimes you just get in that space where you just got like a lot of mental stuff going on. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you don't go to work, you don't have to go to work, but you're not getting paid either. So right, that you don't really, yeah, you need discipline. That's, you need discipline for sure. Cause you don't have like, I mean, some people have mentors, but I don't have like a mentor. You don't have nobody that's going to be like, oh, if you don't go to work this, that, or the third, or, mm-hmm. I mean, you could lose clients, but <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Like, dang, she don't never gonna work. Like, <laughs> right. but no, I, I think that's that's the greatest. That's the um, that's the what's the question? <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> the greatest challenge. <laughs> that's the greatest challenge for me for sure. Yeah, that's the greatest challenge. Is yeah, just being here. <laughs> <laughs> why? See, this is why I can't do it with you. <laughs> the, the greatest challenge. It's just being here after she didn't talk about how much she nobody is though. Like that is the greatest challenge. So I like how I love how that's why I wanted you on the pod. No, that's, we need the odyssey. Yes, yes. So um I guess you may have answered this, but my next question for you was like, how do you stay committed to your goals and not get discouraged? Because right now, if someone looks at you or someone doesn't know you they would look on your Instagram, they would come to your salon and be like, oh my goodness, like she is popping. Like she has her own business. Oh my gosh, she's married. She has kids. She has it, right? Because everyone just looks at perception of of what they see, not really understanding the ins and outs and the reality. So, so sorry to interrupt this episode, homegirl, but I have to put you on to that new, new. Are you a bestie? 
And if you're looking like Aaliyah, I have no idea what a bestie is, let me put you on. So only available on Spotify is where you can subscribe to Bestie Content, which is exclusive episodes just for you every week and we cover hot topics current events advice we have giveaways girl and so much more so it is a chance for me and you to get even closer every week and it's only available through spotify okay so click the link in the description and subscribe today you do not want to miss out okay back to the show describe to me a moment where you were really challenged to be like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can keep doing this or oh my goodness, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And then what kept you going? Mm, that's a good question. Thank you. Girl. <laughs> no, I don't, I really don't know because I don't feel like I've had many moments. I don't think I've had a lot of moments like that at all. Mm-hmm. outside of just being like a mom and a wife mm-hmm. where it just becomes too much mm-hmm. because you know my job is serving you know doing you know getting other people beautified or whatever and then as a mom that's serving as a wife that's serving like sometimes you don't have time for yourself mm-hmm. so you just be wanting to cut everything off like <laughs> look ain't nobody getting in and then <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to uh-huh. be a mom today I don't want to be a wife today so I, I right. feel like it's just the basic challenges that everybody else um has that sometimes it just becomes too much because Mm -hmm. when you're your own boss you don't have I know I don't have like a receptionist I don't have somebody Mm -hmm. that accounts I don't have nobody accepting appointments I don't have nobody um ordering the hair I don't you know I'm saying so Mm -hmm. it's a lot of things that I have to do and that's overwhelming so there has been times in that situation where I have just cut certain things off. Like, okay, I can't do the bundles right now. I can't do because mm-hmm. it's, it becomes mm-hmm. too much before you get to a point where you just want to cut everything off. I, I think see. you should, you mm-hmm. know, just start dialing back what you're doing because it's, it's basically just burnout. Right. You're doing too right. much and you don't, you don't have to help. Mm-hmm. So that's how you handle that. Just seeing, assessing like, what is it here that are my biggest stressors? And what mm-hmm. if a priority do I have to keep? What is something that can kind of go to the back burner for right now? Right. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I like how, um, I like how you take that and you accept it, but you don't like internalize it. Cause I think sometimes like we want to be superwoman. We want to do everything. We want to be good at everything. We want to be popping on everything. And it's like, but we're human. And you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you can't, yeah. you can't do everything. Like we're yeah. not, we're, I don't think we're made for that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we, we're not, we're not built for that. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, when you feel like you can't do everything or everything isn't happening right now, like that's not anything to get discouraged. It's just something like, yeah, just not right now. And like, and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Love it. Okay. So last question. What advice would you give to the homegirls who are thinking about launching their own brand or business? The advice that I would give to the homegirls is to perfect your craft first. I think a lot of people, when they're starting a business, they try to do the fun stuff first, where it's like, oh, well, let's Mm. pick out my colors. Let's pick out my logo. Let's get the building. And it's just like, no, you have to work on your craft first. I feel like you should do that. You should build up your buzz. You should let everybody know what you're doing. And then you start with the fun stuff because yeah. a lot of people do the fun stuff first. And then it's like, oh, now you got this big extravagant, nice building with great colors, but you don't got no fun. Right. Probably like, you don't, you don't have any, right. you don't have a, you don't have an audience. Like, you don't have, mm-hmm. can't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs>
even when it comes to telling social media that you're about to start your business, that's fine for them too. Mm. You know, it's kind of like the hype. They they like the hype around it, but nobody wants to do the hard work part of it. So you got to start from the bottom for sure. What do you think about the discretion with business owners? I think, I don't think you should put it out there if you haven't already started working on it. If people haven't seen what you're doing already, then you shouldn't be announcing it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like people mm-hmm. shouldn't, you shouldn't just give out that information when they've never seen you do hair yet. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you telling them what you're going to do, but they haven't seen it yet. And then they never see it. And now it's like, yeah. And then you, next week you say something else. And now mm-hmm. it's like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what I see with like business owners, like people saying, well, not business owners, the people that want to start their own business. They, they talk about it too much first before they even do it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So let me ask you this too, because I'm sure since you first started doing hair to where you are now, you've built your clients, you've built your doll community, right? So what would you say to girls who are like, who are just waiting for that because sometimes it's hard being patient not everybody has it just in them to be patient and understand like your time is coming so was that was that not an issue for you were you able to just say oh I know the clients are gonna come I know it's gonna build or did you have a period where it's like dang I don't really got as many clients right now and feeling like "Mm, what am I gonna do how did you handle that I think I was pretty patient with that okay because I I I think it was kind of like a given like you you kind of know you have to build up the buzz I don't think Mm -hmm. I was ever really discouraged when it came to that part um Mm -hmm. that's something that I'm honestly amazed at on my own because a lot of people when they're doing hair or even just like a side job um Mm -hmm. I I wouldn't consider hair a side job but when you're when you're working on your career but then you have like a main job I've never had that like once I started you know what I'm saying once I started doing hair I, that's something I had to look back on where I was like, God, like I've never picked up a side job. Like I've literally been doing this and making it work without having to go somewhere else just for extra, you know, money or whatever. So mm-hmm. I guess I was like pretty, pretty patient. And I like that. And I think that comes when you are just in your purpose and you're confident in your purpose. Like you, you don't have to question every little thing. Cause it's just like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I know I'm supposed to be doing this. So I don't have to worry about it. And you, okay, okay, this is another Mike Todd <laughs> tie-in, okay, because I've been listening to Mike Todd. And he was talking about the spirit of Jezebel, okay? And it was saying that um, Jezebel will come and be a voice to, and the target audience for the spirit of Jezebel is influencers, leader, basically leadership, and leadership being that you have an audience or someone is inspired by you or touched by you. So a teacher is is in leadership, content creators are in leadership, mothers are in leadership, like you have someone looking to you. And then he talked about how Spirit of Jezebel will come in different uh, capes or come in different ways. So you have people that will just ask you those little questions like, oh, like, oh, are you you sure you want to start a business? Oh, I mean, I'm just saying like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Or just, it will kind of come in that form. Like he was saying, it's not always so um, boastful, like how people Mm -hmm. want to be in control and be real. Like sometimes it Mm -hmm. comes in like those little cynical, shady ways. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that sometimes like you don't have to, you don't have to announce everything. Like you Mm -hmm. don't have to, you don't have to share everything. And that Mm -hmm. resonated with me because I feel like I get excited about things and I get passionate and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited. Oh my goodness, I have this idea for the pod or, oh, I want to start a pod. And you want to, and you want to bring that to the world. 
but sometimes you don't have to like yeah, sometimes because then somebody shuts it down yes you feel differently about it yes or right, don't always right. don't always invite that that that's what he mm-hmm. was saying like you don't always have to invite that because sometimes we can invite the spirit and we mm-hmm. can invite the negativity and we can mm-hmm. invite the opinions and you don't need mm-hmm. all of that like if you feel like you're about to walk in your purpose you've done your research you know you're, you're acting you're, you're perfecting your craft you're doing your part to be successful and and um, on your track to be a business owner like you don't have to get approval from the outside world because if God is blessed, that's it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense how you're saying, like, you don't, don't share it and, and just do it. Like, don't be out here being yeah. all loud and, and inviting people to share their thoughts because not every, everybody is not going to hit with everybody. Everybody's not going to like your yeah. business. Everybody's not yeah. going to like your content, you know? So you have to be sure with who you are. And that's what I admire about Davi. Davi is very um, confident and very sure in her art and in her work. And just herself as a woman so that's why I wanted you here on the pod yeah and that's something that I'm actually working on right now um because you know just like what you were saying about people speaking on you know your idea or whatever in a way where it's kind of like downing it mm-hmm. I think people can also speak from a place of fear so mm-hmm. for an example, ma- mainly like family or like close friends. So whenever I have like an idea or something and I share it with like family members, if they feel like it's like too far-fetched, you can also kind of get like that spirit from them where it's like, it's downing you, downing, mm-hmm. downing what you want to do, what around what you want to do. But it's, I don't feel like they're coming from a place of jealousy. I feel like they're coming from a place of like fear. Like what if, you know, like what if that don't work out for you? Or like, maybe I think mm-hmm. you should like, take your time or like slow down so I'm learning to not even share with family and close friends sometimes because when you're already like in what you're doing like for you like your podcast Mm -hmm. if there's nobody in your family that has a podcast Mm -hmm. they don't they can't really tell you anything they don't (laughs) really know you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying Mm -hmm. like so it's really hard for them to even understand so even when it comes like to me and hair like you don't have a salon you're not here you're not encountering the Mm -hmm. clients you don't you don't Mm -hmm. really know so when I do something different or I'm changing something up, it's really not okay or for them to say anything about because you're not experiencing it. You don't know. Right. So you're just you're just coming from a place of just like, oh, you're just on the outside looking in kind of thing, but you right. don't really know, you know what I'm saying, what's mm-hmm. really happening or why I did what I did. You don't you're not understanding it. So you can't really talk to people who's not even in mm-hmm. what you're doing because they're not gonna understand, period. Right, right. I do so, think it, I do think it's important to have a community, like yeah. have a community of like-minded people. Whether that right. be the whether that be that they're also doing hair, they're also salon owners, mm-hmm. they're all, they also have a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Or just people who can just like, oh, I don't get that, but like I'm here for it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That they mm-hmm. they know that you that you got something on you and you're covered, and they can just clap mm-hmm. clap for you and celebrate you. Like that's mm-hmm. your community because not everybody's gonna get it, and not everybody yeah. is gonna root for you. Yeah. <laughs> no one yeah. some people are gonna your vision is gonna be so big that it's too big for them to fathom so mm-hmm. it's like don't even go there for you know what I'm saying it's almost like going to an empty pond trying to get water like just 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 let yeah, it be that's true. Like, you know and I'm, I'm actually this is probably bad but like I'm actually one of those people that that that's what okay remember earlier I was talking about how sometimes it's hard for me to just even come into work because I don't have to you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. on days where I'm I don't have that motivation um that's kind of like where I get my motivation from basically from people who I feel like want to see me fail or Mm. they made a negative comment to me about something that I said I wanted to do like that that those are the things that really push me 
Mm-hmm. Like that sets my girl ball leader. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, so that's and I feel like that's bad because why? If everybody loved me, then I it would kind of be like, oh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't do uh-huh. anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. always gonna have some haters. Yeah, so. always, always. There's always gonna be somebody that's like, oh, she don't even think. I mean, mm. yeah. And then sometimes not even just having haters, but even sometimes if you just have that feeling that you're being under underestimated like in mm-hmm. your industry like if you feel mm-hmm. like the underdog like that alone is like motivation girl boss be a boss perfect your craft um have your community uh make sure you don't you don't have to share everything and you not sharing everything will also protect you from the spirit of Jezebel and it can mm-hmm. come in any form it is a spirit not a person so it can come from family it can come from a friend it can come from man woman whatever um mm-hmm. and then we also talked about motivation so that's Davi's motivation Davi shared her motivation but I think well, for me, I think my motivation is, I think I'm kind of opposite. I think mm-hmm. I do thrive on when girls will like hit me and be like, thank you. Or like, I love that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but I still have to make sure it's in me. Cause there may be a week that I put out an episode and maybe no one responds. Right. So anything, that's, that's right? kind of, that could be, that could yeah. be kind of so a, you have, a big downfall for you. Right. So, so that's you why you got to have it in yourself. Yeah. Somebody don't say nothing. Then you feel like, oh oh my goodness did it not hit right so that's why building up that confidence to know that you're in your purpose so I have to I think I have that but I think there's always opportunity to grow so that'd be my motivation uh just knowing that I'm I'm impacting not always impression it don't have to it don't buy like 10,000 people don't have to see it but if it hits 30 people and they're impacted I'm doing something right because I'm in my purpose so Mm -hmm. I think for homegirls um that would be key too like when you want to think about your business starting your business um, what is your motivation? And I think that can kind of keep you to actually do it and not be scared. Okay. You know, I'm always going to motivate the homegirls. We have these um, conversations all the time. All the time. All the time. And it's funny because you guys are going to be listening to this as a full edited episode. But like, y'all, we had to cut. Stop. <laughs> I lost my train about, about 30 times. So, okay. All right, Davi. So let the homegirls know one more time where they can find you and that you just got cozy in Aaliyah's corner. Okay, so again, you guys can find me on Instagram at Davi the Doll or the salon page is Davi Doll underscore salon. And my name is Davi. I'm from VA and I just got cozy in Aaliyah's corner. Clink, 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 clink. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Davi. You guys make sure you follow Davi. Tap in again if you're um, in the Hampton Roads area. She's located in Chesapeake, Virginia. And yeah, follow her, keep up with her, keep up with me at Aaliyah's Corner. And thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you all next week.